Lindsay Clancy, a medicated mom accused of killing her three kids, asked for a lawyer when she woke up in a hospital bed. Her defense entered a not guilty plea, which will ultimately attempt to put the mental health system on trial for the murders. Is she guilty or was it the drugs that turned her into a zombie? Apparently, even the undead can do a phone search for the time it will take a person to drive from Duxbury to Plymouth and back. And next, I give you my reasons. You're listening to Drowning Verdict. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. We don't want you to miss out on an important case or update. If you haven't already, pull the trigger and subscribe. Is Lindsay Clancy guilty of killing her three kids, or was it the medications? Was she simply over-medicated to where it wasn't the real Lindsay as her husband had talked about? Well, I'm going to talk about that next year on Drowning Verdict. This is Chip Mahoney. Uh, I want to welcome you here to DV, which is my true crime podcast where I talk about fascinating cases just like this one. I go more in depth with the case. So thank you for joining me today. You might have found me on my TikTok where I've got some clips here of the show if it led you over to the Crime Network, which is a network I'm part of with crime and crypto, it's a good place to be. Hope you enjoy it there. So consider me, consider the lobster for a time. Drowning Verdict is featured on Spotify, though, and you can find it wherever you get your favorite podcasts out there in the podverse, that known universe where all that content swirls about. While I'm there to provide maybe a unique angle, a new idea, definitely a topic of convo to keep the conversation going on open and active cases, important cases just like this one. And if you've heard me before, and it wasn't just a drive-by, you're pulling the crossover SUV back around, dropping the clip on me. Well, I appreciate that. Know that I try to get bigger and better for you each and every time, often to give you a reason for being here. So I've got that for you today because... I posed that in the title there, Do I Need a Lawyer? It's what Lindsay Clancy had asked, the first thing she had asked when she woke up from a hospital bed and wrote it on a whiteboard. Do I need a lawyer? Yeah, I think you do need a lawyer, but this lawyer is probably going to put everybody else on trial, but for her. Let's put the mental health system on trial and blame them for all the medications. So I'm going to talk about that as part of my reasons and also mention another famous case Got some good reasons in the next couple minutes, so stay with me. Before I do, I uh, just want to say that it's been about three years on Drowning Verdict. Learned a lot in that time, and you might have heard me before. Um, I do think star ratings and reviews are important. Let's face it, we live in that world. Everything that we do, everything that we look at has a star rating for it. You want a babysitter, there's a rating for that. You want a meal, there's a rating and review for that. So no different here with the podcast. So I do look at the stars. And I've said before, hey, if you've got some scars on your body, some physical scars, consider dropping some stars. You got a scar in your kneecap, one on your elbow, maybe one right above the eye, a cool looking scar like that. Consider some stars because I can tell somebody really likes it or somebody really hates it. Maybe that was just a drive by. I hate this, just driving by. I don't know. 
but this show isn't for everybody. The things you do in your life aren't for everybody either. You, you know you can't please everybody, and I know I can't either, but it could be the right podcast for you. So I appreciate that. Got a Patreon link as well. So if you're next level and you're, you're like, I'm going to support this guy more, I'm going to act like I'm his producer. And, uh, you know, maybe you're someone like that. Got that link there for the Patreon to support. So thank you for checking that out. You got some scars. You're not wrapped in bubble wrap. You've been out there in this tough world. Well, hey, I could be the guy for you. I appreciate it. So let's get into this here. Um, I'm talking about this because I think this is such a, another one of those things that is such a big case. It's going to go to trial at some point and they're going to put everybody else on, on the stand. Everybody else is on trial for doing it other than the person who done it. And of course, it brings to mind uh, from over 20 years ago, Andrea Yates and what she had done with the five children. You probably know about that famous case because it was really a first of its kind. It was very horrendous. Five little kids who were killed in the bathtub in Texas. And that was Andrea Yates. She was diagnosed with postpartum psychosis two years prior to her committing that act. And then in 2006, she went through a retrial and they said, you know what? No life in prison for you. You are insane by the definition that we go by here in Texas, and we're going to commit you to a hospital, and it's going to be shady acres for you. You're going to be able to go outside and <clears throat> walk around the ground. So that's what she does there, and that's what happened. And I think, you know, if you are looking at somebody that could have been insane and meeting that definition, she was diagnosed prior to the act. So she had some issues, and that's something where – it just automatically you know, calls to mind what happened there. And then with Lindsey Clancy here in Massachusetts, which happened about two weeks ago on January 24th, there was three little children and it was just another horrendous situation. But I think about premeditation. I think about, oh, well, the, this person could be medicated. They could be insane. But when I think of somebody who's insane, I literally think about somebody running down the street with their hair on fire. They don't know what they're doing. They're insane. That's what I think the definition is. I don't think it's somebody who is premeditating, doing internet searches, and plotting and planning. Because you can't be insane to do that. you got to be laser-focused. A la Nic Nicholas Cruz. I've talked about... Nicholas Cruz before, because that was a big trial as well. It's where you put everybody else on trial but him. Everybody else but that guy who issued those death warrants and carried out those executions. And so what ended up happening at, at a last minute in that trial, which wasn't too long ago there in Florida, uh, is they put the womb on trial. They ended up blaming the mother and saying that she carried him wrong when he came out of the womb. He was already brain damaged, and that brain damage led to him executing 17 people years later. So it's really her fault, not his. He got life instead of death. And you know about that stuff. So that's where I look at it and I say, you know, it's about premeditation. It's not brain damage. It's a laser focused. It put him there. It, it showed how he planned and premeditated everything. He got the bags for his weapons. He loaded the weapons. He got the ride to school at the day and time he wanted, which was on Valentine's Day to send a message. And he had the right day and time for him. He loaded the weapons, carried out everything laser focused, and then went to Subway to get a drink. And then asked somebody who didn't witness the shootings that was also uh, somebody who went to the same school, hey, can I get a ride? 
no, I, I can't give you a ride. My mom's coming. Well, can your mom give me a ride home? I just executed a bunch of people, but can you give me a ride? That's how laser focused he was. That's how it was. So here, when I'm looking at something that could go on uh, trial sooner than later, is where the lawyer had said, well, you know, Lindsay had postpartum depression. He self-diagnosed her as having postpartum depression, although she was never diagnosed. And the defense attorney already said she was never diagnosed. Sorry, you can't use that. Well, she was on 13 meds. Yeah, 13 is a lot. But you know what? We live in this day and age where you cannot watch TV without seeing three to four drug ads within the program you're watching. So being on medications, being on two, three, four or five medications is pretty normal. So, yeah, 13 is kind of high. I agree with that. However, we live in a day and age where everybody's on meds. It's not unusual. They just make up names for drugs. They, these words don't even mean anything and they just come up with them. And so that's the world that we live in. A lot of drugs, a lot of big drug companies and these advertisements that are everywhere. You cannot escape them. <clears throat> you used to not be able to advertise that. It was illegal to do so, but now you can with big pharmaceuticals and meds. And all of those uh, liners in the uh, the TV ads where they it's all the fine print, all the bad things that can happen to you when you take the meds is worse than the thing that you got if you take it. So they're pretty they're pretty bad. I would admit that 13 is kind of high, but this is about premeditation in my mind. She wasn't a zombie. She wasn't part of the undead because the undead can't search their phones. They can't look at a phone, do an Internet search and figure out the time it takes to go from Duxbury to Plymouth and back in order to commit your crime, to commit your act, which she did when she sent the husband out for errands, sending him to CVS and to pick up food, getting him out of the house as a ruse so she could have time with the kids because she needed about five to 10 minutes with each kid to take care of them the way that she had planned and premeditated to do so. And I think that's really important because it's all about premeditation and other things as well. But nobody who is on medications and doesn't know what they're doing can plan and premeditate things so well. And she carried it out very, very well. She ended up jumping out of one of the windows of the home. And I would say if you're going to take yourself out, you got to be on a high rise. You can't do that from your average house. You're going to land in the grass and, you know, have some bumps and bruises. You're going to be fine. So I think that was rather dramatic. She woke up in the hospital. The first thing she asked for is not her kids, but do I need a lawyer? She knows exactly what she did. She knows exactly what she needs. That's why she asked for it. So I think that's really important. However, in trial, you know, playing the lawyer here a little bit, I'm certainly not a psychologist, but I can definitely say that she was not diagnosed. I agree with the defense attorney here to say, hey, you can't self-diagnose somebody. But you know what? I do think that in trial, when they get to it, they will start self-diagnosis because they were able to do that with Nicholas Cruz. They were able to say at the last minute, here's our card that we're going to play. And we're going to say that this kid was doomed from the womb, as they called it at that time, that he had no chance. He was in the womb. The mother was doing bad things. He came out brain damaged. And then years later in the future, these uh, students had to die because the mother was involved, 
it was partly her fault. So I could totally see them putting on the mental health system or anybody else on trial other than Lindsay. But do you think that she did it? Do you think that she's responsible or guilty, as I asked in the intro, about what happened here with the three kids? And it is a tragedy. It's something that uh, happened in a nice neighborhood to a nice looking family, something that most people do aspire to. And it's just a big tragedy. But do you think that she is responsible? Do you think that 13 medications is too high? I tend to think that uh, just about everybody in modern society is diagnosed with something or on some sort of medication. So I don't necessarily buy that. But yes, I agree. I do agree. If it's over 10 medications, you're on too many. You need to be off some. I wonder how that will play out in court. And I wonder what you have to say about that. You, of course, can leave any comments, um, ratings, as I asked for uh, as well. But you can reach out on the Crime Network, on YouTube, wherever. But for now, on this one, I'm done. I think I'll have more for you in the near future as things come more into light here. But as her husband had said, you know, that's not the real Lindsay. Well, it might not have been. It might not have been the real Lindsay, but it is the Lindsay who planned and premeditated and acted within the window of time to carry out the act, just like Nicholas Cruz did on Valentine's Day because he wanted to send a message at the right time. And these people plan it for the act that they're doing. You can't just wake up really and be a zombie and insane and have some sort of brain damage and be so laser focused because it takes that laser focus to do what they do. What do you think about that? Well, on this episode of Drowning Verdict, I'm out. I appreciate you being with me and I will see you next time. Good night.